This is Plant-Based Briefing. Biden pledges $1 billion to meat farmers. Why not invest in plant protein? By Lucy Danziger at TheBeat.com. And I'm Marian Erickson, and this is the curated content plant-based podcast for people who are interested in healthy, compassionate, and sustainable living in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. I search for a variety of articles, get permission, and read them to you here. Today's article is from TheBeat.com. They are a plant-based media platform offering a variety of information on food, health, news, reviews, and expert advice. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Biden pledges $1 billion to meat farmers. Why not invest in plant protein? An op-ed by Lucy Danziger at TheBeat.com. When the Biden administration announced a $1 billion plan to help out farmers struggling to put food, specifically meat, on America's tables, it was met with praise by the farming community. But the question is, why not invest in the future of plant-based protein instead? The bailout is intended to be a lifeline for small farmers who have seen disruptions in the workforce due to COVID-19 causing hardship to their farms, as well as inflationary prices at the market and growing meat and poultry shortages across the country. No one is rooting for inflationary prices, and our hearts go out to struggling farmers, since everyone wants to help small business owners trying to stay afloat. But the administration's earmarking of funds to build more meat processing plants across the U.S. seems atavistic and could instead be used to help independent farmers re-engineer their production to crops such as peas, soybean, and oats, all of which are in high demand, as 61% of consumers say that plant-based proteins are the wave of the future and a preferred source. As shortages of meat and eggs, poultry and pork grow nationwide, rather than double down on our need for these sources of protein, we should be encouraging consumers to opt for plant-based proteins, which now come packaged in tasty and realistic meat alternatives, poultry substitutes, and eggs made without the chicken. For a full list of what to buy at the store, check out these meat alternatives linked here to try today. Farmers are struggling. The main issue is there's a lack of options for farmers and ranchers to sell their products. Deputy Director of the National Economic Council, Bharat Ramamurti, was quoted as saying in early January, The meatpacking industry is highly concentrated. There are only a few different options, and in some regions of the country, there may be only one option for farmers and ranchers to sell their products. That means they have to take whatever price they are offered. The bailout comes as consumers have seen meat prices go up at the grocery stores. But farmers and ranchers are not making more money, and in fact, production during the pandemic is costing them more too. Tracy Tomasic raises beef cattle in central Texas and told a local news station in Texas that these last few years have been difficult for people in his industry. Quote, I can speak for everybody in the livestock industry across the state, Tomasic said. Things have been challenging for the most part when it comes to producing the livestock, the commodity that we sell and these families make a living off of. One answer to this economic crisis is to re-engineer farming. Spending $1 billion to invest in more meat production is the opposite of what many companies are doing privately. Elmhurst, the dairy company founded in 1925, made the bold decision to go fully plant-based several years ago, and now is seeing success with its plant-based creamers, milks, and popular non-dairy products. 
Instead of spending $100 million in funding to increase the pipeline of workers going into this field or to bolster the educational efforts of meat producers, the administration could be better aligned with its climate initiatives to grant farmers what they need to re-engineer their production to grow pea protein and create more plant-based ingredients. One company helping American farmers convert from dairy to oats is Halsa Foods, the maker of oat milk yogurts. It has started working with dairy farmers in the U.S. to offer the opportunity to grow organic oats as an alternative to raising dairy cows, and they have assembled a coalition to support the farmers with the conversion process. These massive pivots require funding, patience, and a vision. And this bailout appears to be at odds with what we know about animal farming and climate change. Raising farmed animals is one of the largest contributors to greenhouse gases, and the World Health Organization, as well as the UN and Harvard School of Public Health, have all warned that in order for our global food systems to be sustainable, we need to eat more plant-based proteins. Farmers themselves are voluntarily making the switch to plant-based growing, such as Jay Wild, a farmer featured in the documentary 73 Cows, who retired the cows from his dairy farm and sent them to Hillside Animal Sanctuary in Norfolk, UK, and decided to grow oats instead. He decided in 2017 he could not bear to send the cows to the slaughterhouse for what must be a terrifying death. Wilde originally produced dairy products, then moved to produce organic beef, and now, three years later, Wilde is transitioning to produce oat milk, a more sustainable and kinder option to cow's milk. Wilde worked with ReFarmed, an organization that helps dairy farmers transition to producing plant-based milk, to transform Bradley Nook Farm in Ashbury, UK. According to ReFarm's website, quote, By uniting together with farmers and providing them with the tools they need to move away from the dairy trade, we're offering a viable new opportunity for their businesses to be a part of the growing plant-based movement. Bottom line, this $1 billion bailout to farmers could be used to help them grow plant-based protein instead. You just listened to Biden Pledges $1 Billion to Meat Farmers. Why Not Invest in Plant Protein? by Lucy Danziger at TheBeat.com. And I'm Marian Erickson, and this is Plant-Based Briefing. And if you're interested, there are all kinds of organizations, most of them nonprofits, working to help farmers transition to plant farming. There's Halsa Foods and ReFarmed, both mentioned in the article. There's Rowdy Girl Sanctuary, their former cattle ranchers. Miyoko's Creamery, The Transformation Project. If you Google it, the list goes on and on, really. There's even one that I'm aware of that focuses on skills to help workers from animal ag, slaughterhouse workers, etc., transition and learn other skills. They're called the Brave New Life Project. And one example that I loved about farmers being progressive and adapting to the times was in the film Plant Pure Nation, which you can watch for free on YouTube. It's essentially about the health benefits of plant-based diets, and they ran a 10-day jumpstart program feeding people healthy, whole-food, plant-based meals, and all of the participants saw incredible health benefits in just those 10 days. One of them was a cattle farmer, and they went back and interviewed him and his wife at the farm and asked, quote, As a farmer, how do you feel about the idea that maybe the future of farming could be in plants as opposed to dairy and livestock? And they answered, well, I think that my family's always sort of been progressive in that way. My family didn't start in livestock. They started in pickles and preserves, and then they went to dairy, and then the beef. 
I think anytime you diversify, you're better off and being more sustainable. So switching to a plant-based diet doesn't mean you don't care about farmers. Hopefully the farmers will make the switch too and get ahead of the game. They'll be better off, the environment will be better off, and definitely the animals will be better off too. So please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.